Hey, I'm Callie Pierce, a multi-passionate creative entrepreneur, coach, RTT hypnotherapist, and healer from way back before it was cool. It's my mission here to help share what I've learned on my own journey to inspire, entertain you, and help you to focus to create authentically, monetize your work strategically, and find your flow because this world needs more of what you have to offer. Are you ready? Good. Let's go to the show. Hello, humans. Welcome to season four of Liberate Your Soul. I have no idea why I started the podcast that way. And yes, my voice is all wackadoo, to use a technical term. I am recovering from COVID. I had no idea I had it when I had it. I thought it was the flu. It's not. It's COVID. And it totally stinks. But you know what? That's okay. I'm going to allow myself this time and space to heal and continue even as I'm on day nine of having symptoms. So what is season four going to be all about, you ask yourself? Well, if you read the title, you probably know, but if you haven't read the title and you're just happily downloading and listening to the next episode, I will let you in on the secret. The law of attraction is absolutely toxic to today's society. There you have it. I do not believe that we should all listen to everything and interpret it the way that some people teach it. And I'm here to dispel some of the rumors, some of the darker sides of it, and some of the ways that it can work, even if you're feeling like garbage, even if you have COVID, even if you've been through massive trauma, even if you suffer from anxiety, depression, or any other chronic condition. Yes, I can sound like an infomercial when I say you too can have the life of your dreams even when you feel like crap. How does that feel? Does that feel pretty freaking amazing? Like how liberating is it for us in our souls to know that we can have the lives that we dreamed about and wished for all along even if we don't have every thought perfectly if we don't have everything in the highest vibration and we're just living our lives as a human. See, that's the whole thing about law of attraction is letting things happen as the laws allow them to become. Do you guys remember back way back in season two when I did a whole series on the universal laws and truths? If you don't remember, and maybe you didn't listen back then, I did a whole 12-part episode on these universal laws and these universal truths, and some of them have quite a lot of information and my own perspective and twist on them on how the universe bumbles along and works together and we're all universal, divine energy working through, and I've got to tell you that It's a pretty cool series. I mean, I don't just say that because I did some research and I had some fun recording it with my kitty cat, Tim, who passed away, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just nostalgic. So as we go through season four, I really want you to understand that I am living my life as a woman in my very early 40s, maybe my big toes in the pond of being 40, and I come from a background of trauma, of generational trauma, of 
family of origin trauma, of bad boyfriends, of bad decision making, even my own. And yet here I am before you, a woman who is determined to recover from this silly COVID. Again, I apologize for the voice but also determined to live my best life and to reach my goals and my dreams, even when people said that I couldn't, when people would wish me harm or tell me I didn't deserve it. And I didn't choose to believe all that garbage. I chose instead to believe that I'm not a victim. I am an overcomer. Which leads me to another big juicy reveal. (laughs) And I have never said this on the podcast before, so I'm slightly nervous. And my coach, you know who you are, she encouraged me um, to just allow myself to, I guess, maybe share. In the spirit of sharing, I have been in the past, um, well, let's just say assaulted. And let's just say sexually assaulted. And it was not my proudest moment. There were times in my life from the time of the incident to even up to about five years ago when I thought that the incident was my fault. Now, if you've been a victim of sexual trauma or sexual abuse, you might have some of these same thoughts or beliefs that you did this to yourself somehow or brought it upon yourself. And part of why I'm so passionate about the law of attraction having a toxic downside is because once I started learning about the law of attraction, I sort of made it mean that I brought that on to myself. I made it mean that someone else's bad decision-making and choice to harm me had something to do with me, when really, it had nothing to do with me. It was simply an experience that happened that I unfortunately experienced. It didn't change anything about my cellular DNA. It didn't change anything about who I am at the core. It didn't change anything even physically about my body, truly. I mean, something happened to it, but, you know, no more than taking a shower, jumping in a lake, or soaking in a tub can change the consistency of who you are and really alter your vibration. This event did not change who I am. But the subsequent thoughts that happened afterwards, the feelings that I was harboring and covering up and shoving down and all the things that were going on in my brain and in my subconscious brain, those, on the other hand, did have an impact on me. Those did make me make some decisions and choose to maybe drink too much in my early 20s right after the incident and choose poorly in different circumstances, and that's okay. Recently, I was performing an RTT session, which if you're not familiar with that, it's rapid transformational therapy. It's a form of hypnosis that helps people to really get at the root of what is causing them to have certain feelings or certain incidents or episodes or whatever. It works really for anything from true OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, to PTSD, to weight gain and not finding relationships. It's really pretty amazing. And 
I'll tell you a little bit more about why here in a minute. But I was doing a session and the young girl before me, she had been a victim of sexual trauma. And her sexual trauma looked different than mine, but we had the same thing in common. We were both drawn to this particular modality because of the law of attraction. There was a person that we really, both of us, really love to listen to and harmonize with. She's into all things quantum and tons of things that are woo and super woo and even the not so woo, just normal girl stuff. And because of this woman and how great and big she's gotten in her career, she was giving sessions to women who were victims of sexual trauma through her foundation, a nonprofit organization. And I volunteered at this organization ever since I had signed up to be one of the recipients of RTT. Now, When I signed up to receive an RTT session because it promised to unlock and help me with some of the feelings that I was feeling, the guilt and the shame and the fear and the anxiety and all these different things swirling around through my intimate life for the last 20 some odd years, I had no idea what it was about, what it was going to be like, and who I was going to be on the other side of, but I was trying to be as discerning as possible, and I chose a woman who seemed really kind, seemed to have a background, or at least the knowledge and how to help people with a background like mine, coming from a broken home, all that kind of crap. The session itself was really magical, and it transformed my life. It was so amazing, and I had such a reprieve of the feelings of anxiousness and hopelessness and worthlessness and all the things that came along with that trauma event because of the things I had been telling myself ever since the event happened that I knew I had to be a person who gave back. I knew I had to be a person who was trained in this modality because it has tremendous healing powers. Now, because I trained with the foundation helping me with a partial grant, it's a five-figure cost of school, it's quite expensive, um, but they helped with like a $2,000 grant, I was able to give back sessions as part of the repayment, paying it forward, right? The law of attraction, as you give, so shall you receive. (laughs) a little summary that I like to think of in my life, (laughs) not as you, you receive, you shall give. It's giving first. So I knew I wanted to give back and I signed up for the grant and I received it. And after about a year and a half of training, I have been giving women sessions, women who'd been impacted by sexual trauma, women who've been truly battling with the conditions that come with the mental torture that we can put ourselves through when we have that survivalist kind of instinct kick in and our brain makes us do certain things because it tells us that it's going to be okay if we think this way or we feel that way or we can't possibly blame our attacker because it had to be us, right? Law of attraction. Wrong. But anyways, I was recently chatting with this gal and we had such a tremendous breakthrough with her session. She's been able to really work through some things that she had been battling, but she sent me an email question and I was really quite touched, if you would. 
I knew as soon as I read this woman's intake form that she was going to change my life. I had asked her when we did our consultation, like, what made her choose me out of the entire foundation of women? And I don't know if there's any men, but mostly women, all different ages, all different modalities, training levels. Some of them are psychotherapists. Some of them are, you know, trauma workers for 25 years. But she chose me. So when I asked her why she chose me instead of someone else, because I was really curious. I had never asked anyone else before, but I knew this was going to be my last pro bono session for the foundation for the foreseeable future. And she said, it's because of my energy. She said it's because she always felt so warm and comforted whenever she saw my name pop up on this community that we're both a part of. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is such a beautiful and loving thing for someone to say and notice and just be so honest and transparent. We've really developed a healthy, I guess you'd say, relationship for a client and RTT practitioner. (laughs) Um, And if you're one of my clients, you know, I am friends with every single one of my clients. I love them so much. It's one of the many liberties that I get to have being a coach slash hypnotherapist. I am able to pop off the therapist hat and put on the coach hat whenever the time arises. And it just feels so right to me to be able to know that I'm there for another human being because ultimately that's what I think we are as trauma workers and healers here for. We're here to be there for each other. So she recently sent me an email asking whether or not people could get themselves out of depression or if they feel like it's something you can choose not to experience. And this really got me thinking and also crying because it brought up so many memories of myself and what I went through. Like, I should just be able to choose not to feel this way, right? I should be able to, I want this so bad, like in the depths of my soul to not feel the ways I was feeling after my sexual trauma and in the almost two decades afterwards. And it was like, I gotta get better than this. I should know better. This is not right. So I answered her email. I just felt so much calling to share it with you here on the podcast that even with my COVID voice, (laughs) which by the way, I had the funniest joke. It was so funny. I was like, sometimes I sound like Minnie Mouse. Sometimes I sound like Minnie Mouse ate some gravel. So be glad you didn't hear me for like five days ago or a week ago or whatever it was. And I sounded horrible, horrible. But I sent her this email And here's how it went. Regarding your question, I had a similar type of pondering when I was thinking about the type of world we live in with tons of people spouting law of attraction and, quote, you create your reality, end quote, type of speak. For people who have undergone trauma, law of attraction style of thinking can be quite toxic. We didn't choose to be victims, nor did we choose the aftermath feelings that come up, which can be depression and anxiety, fears, and other quote, lower, unquote, emotions. Rather, I now know that there are some people who choose to hurt innocent children and innocent grown people, and as those children mature and adults move through life, 
they have to work through the resulting emotions that come up from being hurt, especially when it's been from someone who was supposed to love them. To try and deny that one feels anything negative as a result or to stuff down emotions or make oneself feel bad for feeling them is not healthy. It denies the validation of the experiences and continues to keep the person who was victimized in the first place feeling worse, like it's their fault for any resulting feelings from the experience in the first place. And that is just wrong. I did it to myself for years in an endless cycle of feeling guilt, shame, self-blame, and worthlessness. The truth of the matter is, hurting people hurt people, and yes, we can sometimes even find compassion for the ones who hurt us, but it doesn't negate the impact it has on us, our lives, our view of the world. We can have moments of sadness, despair, loneliness, and even terror as we move through the healing journey, but if we give ourselves the same amount of compassion we try to afford everyone else, we can see our reactions are natural human, and we deserve the most love and nurturing through the process. Sadness and depression do not last forever. Feelings shift quite often in any given 24-hour, week-long, and 30-day period, and when we have the capacity to feel so deeply, it also means we have the capacity to feel joy as well, even if we can't see it right in the moment. We can choose to do things that take our mind off of the things that make us upset, celebrate our progress, and seek out healthy, kind people around us to spend time with. Little by little, we can emerge from the depth of depression until one day we find ourselves more often smiling and feeling hope again. I hope this answers your question a little and that you see glimmers of what life can be and rather than beat yourself up for not snapping out of it and into a gleeful state, that you take those signs as what is possible to follow the things that make you smile and feel light and safe and peaceful until your day-to-day life becomes that reality. I'm here as a guide and an example, and I know many more will also be by your side along the way. So you can see this work, this email that I sent, and truly the session itself, and everything that I do with every single person who entrusts me with their secrets, who asks me to help them through a tough time, or even just get to the next level. It is always spirit working through me. It is always that mighty, powerful creator using me and my healing journey as a beacon, as a light post, a guide post for others to see and cling on to hope and to know that this type of life, life after trauma, is possible. So welcome to season four, my friends. Fasten your seatbelt. We're going to talk about all the things to do with processing emotions, to do with all the things about law of attraction and why it's bunko in some ways, but also some of the fun parts of it too, because it can be kind of fun to goof around with it if you're in the mood. Thank you so much for being a part of Liberate Your Soul, and I cannot wait 
to help you unleash this next part of being liberated from what might be a belief that you embraced at once to be fun and so good for your life, but then became limiting and blocking and you might be stopping your blessings, you know what they say, just by beating yourself up. So let's do it. Take care of yourself and we'll talk soon. Bye.